Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds, and welcome to another Top Tip Thursday. Today, I would like to look at how entrepreneurs can contribute to a sustainable future. I recently attended the Sarja Entrepreneur Festival and had the opportunity to talk to some of the speakers and entrepreneurs and ask them some questions. I've listed them all for you in the show notes if you wanted to check out their social media or just learn a little bit more about what they do. So let's dig right into the first question. When we look at the current trend of entrepreneurs and the rate of entrepreneurs popping up, what are your thoughts on this? And here is what Alex Stifler, Dave Crane, Martin Schultz, Salman Ahmed, Harris Norris, and Tom Otten had to say. I think what, what I'm going to say is inspired by Gary Vee as well, is because what I think is what's happening is a lot of entrepreneurs wannabes. They're entrepreneurs wannabes. Uh, they go straight from, from like the top. They want to have everything uh, like uh, fast without doing anything, without doing the foundational work. Like you can build the pyramid of, of Egypt starting with the top block. You have to start from the beginning. You have to... You have to like build and build till you get there. So that's what I think. A lot of people should, should have patience and, and actually like take their time to build. I have a YouTube channel that has, has half a million subscribers on it right now. And it took me five years to build it this to here. First three years, I had under 1,000 subscribers. But, but then it's like one video and just put the channel on fire. So I think everything, everything like that. So. so there is hope for the few of us that has been only having 100 or 140 subscribers now. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> you just have to persevere and just push and learn from the community what people are giving you feedback because the criticism that most of us thinks, think are haters are actually constructive criticism that if we actually learn from our mistakes and actually listen to a few people from our community, we can actually build something that is tailored for, for your community. So like Gary Vee said on the stage, the, just invest in the people who invest in you. Um, we're now moving into the gig economy. And the big difference between the gig economy and having proper jobs is that everybody's going to have to think of themselves as a brand and think of themselves as somebody who's doing short to long-term contracts. Companies are going to employ less and less people full-time because when you take somebody on full-time, they become part of your family, but you're also going to have to look after them during all the problem times. You've got to pay their insurance, got to pay their visas, got to pay their pension. It's much easier if you give them a six-month contract and renew it. So more companies, especially in the UAE, are going to be starting to think like that. Now, that's a real challenge for people who've always expected to be able to take a job and just look after themselves like that because there are going to be less and less of those available. When you are running yourself as a business, you have to become a brand. You have to start thinking about how you market yourself. You have to start thinking about how you're going to pay for all the insurance and all the the elements that were normally given to you by companies but it also means you've got a level of independence so you've got no guarantee but you have got the ability to network and have lots of different work lined up and you also can be part of a cooperative of people who take on projects and work together so i think that this is just an icing on the cake this is just a beginning of the way that the world's going to go more and more people are going to be entrepreneurial more and more people are going to be building their own brand 
Some will be more successful than others, but I think what Gary Vee is doing is he's leading the charge of how people should be thinking and how they should view themselves if they want to be available and doing well in the gig economy. Well, entrepreneurship is about failure and learning and being persistent in the long term. So we need more of these people, um, which doesn't mean we have to all be entrepreneurs, but we need just people who like to fail, who like to try out new stuff, who who want to create value for others. And then from there, you know, we, we, we get better. We improve our lives and uh, for the future of others. Yeah, it's almost like it's a, it's a hype, right? Um, and I mean, to what Gary Vee was saying today, I think it's, it's important to know who you are and why you're in it. For me, for example, I got in it without actually thinking that I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I was actually studying architecture and I just found a problem that I was dealing with and I wanted to solve it myself. And so I created the product and then I went out there and validated it in terms of uh, seeing if other people would want the product too. And because there was interest by other people, then I had a business. Basically, I was selling my product to other people. All the other people going into entrepreneurship, I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's bad, but I think it is if they are just doing it because of the hype. I think uh, we should really know who we are, why we're doing what we're doing. Try different things, as many things that in your 20s. See what you like, what you don't like. Like when I interned at an architecture firm, I realized I did not want to be in front of a computer screen nine hours a day, five days a week. That was just not something I wanted to do for the next 10 years of my life. Not even 10 years. I didn't want to do it for the next one year of my life. So really asking yourself deep questions, talking to your feelings, talking to yourself, know how you feel is really important but I, I, I think entrepreneurship uh, is really important we, we do change the world um, some of us do and uh, that's only if we're doing it genuinely I think it's a good thing I mean as, as entrepreneurship is what creates jobs and unfortunately in the UAE historically over the last 30 years it's been the government that's created the jobs so they've been pushing the bigger uh, initiatives Really, I think what you have to allow is entrepreneurship to come through to create businesses and businesses to create the jobs. So, you know, I think it's, it's cool because it's become in trend to be an entrepreneur. That wasn't why I got involved. I got involved because that's like what I wanted to do. And it should be why other people want to do it. But it, it's good that it's slightly more accepted and, and cool to do because I think that gives people that extra push to be like, you know what, that's a, a life I want to give it a, give it a shot. Sure, I think at the moment as it stands, it's not sustainable. But in terms of a society is sustained by SMEs and it's sustained by entrepreneurships, it's not going to be the large corporations that are going to be around in 20, 30, 50 years that are actually going to change the face of, of, of all industries. It's actually going to be entrepreneurship. It's going to be innovation. It's often going to be the smaller companies that can duck and weave and move, um, move just a lot more agile. Now, when it comes to sustainability as a question, because I know that's something that, that you're very passionate about, I think that until we find that crossroads where sustainability and business, it actually becomes profitable to be more sustainable. I think we're always going to have an issue because in business, people put short-term profits way ahead of long-term, let's say certainly long-term gains within the business, but certainly long-term benefits to a wider society. And unfortunately, it still comes down to the dollar amount. So when we find, whether through new technology, which again is going to be dependent on entrepreneurship and innovation, when we find the space where technology allows us to be more sustainable as a, um, as, as a race, as, as businesses, and we're able to make a profit in that space, then that's when things are gonna to start to change. Unfortunately, until then, people like yourselves are gonna be battling to try and get companies to just on goodwill change their ways. 
what we're seeing now, if you take into account, let's say, the, um, the plastic straw and, and, and that movement, the only reason companies are moving into that space in terms of, uh, let's say, I think Marriott Group or one of, the, one, of, one of those companies that's recently banned all of all plastic straws, or maybe it's Jamiro, one of them, which is a great initiative, don't get me wrong. That's not done out of the kindness of their hearts because the product that they're having to replace it with is often more expensive. So that's a business decision. It's actually going to cost them money. The only reason these businesses do it at this point is because the public are demanding it. So therefore, it's a business decision that they feel that they need to do it for positioning. They need to do it for um, just garnering good, good light, good attention, good, good sort of brand affinity with with the wider public and with their with their customer base. That's the only reason they're doing it. So the problem is businesses will still make financial-based decisions, but we're trying to get them to make sustainability-based decisions. Now it's only when we when we match those with technology in that crossroads that we're actually going to start to see some real change. Um, so hopefully that's where we're going to end up. But you know, it needs uh, gatherings like this. It needs incubators. It needs um, funding for, for ideas, for products. It needs things like Kickstarter. We need to sort of incubate these ideas, incubate this technology that will allow us as a wider society to change and become more sustainable. The second question was about sustainability. There are more and more startups and entrepreneurs coming up with innovative ideas where they try to solve issues around the environment or issues that are close to their hearts. What are your thoughts on that? And here is what Alex, Dave, Martin, Salman, and Paris had to say. I mean, if we want to do some recycling and reusable stuff, this is the time because the world is going like down with the, with the, with, with, with all the bad stuff happening in the nature. So I think we, sh we should actually shed more light on that. So uh, recycling, sustainability should be as cool as entrepreneurship right now. So um, what, what I think, I, what I think when the entrepreneurship dies out, the, the coolness, sustainability is going to go up because slowly but surely, we're destroying nature and we need that. Well, what you've got to look at as well is the fact that something like 60% of the workforce are millennials. And as a result of that, they have a much more socially conscious outlook. They realize that this is their world and therefore they've got to look after it a lot better. They're a lot more driven by the fact of what other people will think of them uh, than, say, my generation who just want to get it done and, and it's somebody else's problem. So I think that those who do think CSR, those who do think about environment, those who think, do think about recyclable, will get more. Uh, popularity partly because they'll talk about it a lot more and their brands will grow but also because of the fact that their audience who are going to be millennials people who are more interested in the bigger picture um, will want to um, champion the brands that do think like that so I think that those who are doing it are ahead of the curve those who dig their heels in and say no I'm not going to play that game will end up just losing out because people will move towards what makes them feel better and right now sustainability and uh, caring more about the environment is very important to people. Well, personally, I really like the topic of sustainability uh, and I admire people who do that because for me, they're really, they inspire me in a way because they pursue their passion. They want to create a better world. And at the end, they have the biggest challenge because you don't get funds or finances for it. And nobody really feels responsible for, you know, whatever, however we harm the environment. So I would like to shout out to all these people, you know, keep going. And uh, yeah, that's, you can make the biggest difference long term. Well, sustainability is extremely important. I mean, it's uh, affecting our planet. And I think we need to uh, teach um, not just people like the, the whole world, but just even within our own circle. We can start within our own circle, like my parents or my siblings. I know people, I see people 
till today throwing trash just on the floor, you know, as if like the whole earth is just our trash. But that's we need to change our perception of of uh, of this planet. It's our it's our home, and I think the people that are really working hard to create products that um, are eco-friendly, sustainable, they're, they're really impacting you know this uh, planet in a positive way. And uh, I think more and more people should definitely invest in finding ways to. Uh, change our current systems uh, so that our planet is is as healthier you know our planet is getting sick right now every day it's getting sick and as uh, we should all act as uh, eco doctors or whatever you want to call it we should all take care of the planet that we're in entrepreneurs bring to the whole thing is the the way to innovate and create a business model around these things you know in the past we'd look at these problems as charity. And that was a dead cause because it meant we had to raise money and then that that just went into, uh, you know, it was like putting a plaster on a wound, but you know, not, not fixing the, the wound. But what entrepreneurs are doing is figuring out how do you make this sustainable so that it actually generates money so that it can be a sustainable operation and even return profit to shareholders. Because if you can do that, then you can actually raise capital and grow a lot, much, much bigger. and you know, that allows you to have a much bigger effect. And really what everybody wants to do is to, you know, have a, especially when it comes to sustainable projects, is to have a big effect on the world, is actually to, to be able to do good on a big scale. And you can only do big good on a big scale if it's really uh, doing everyone who's involved good. Social sustainability also plays a big role in the rise of entrepreneurs as well as physical and emotional well-being of companies and their staff. In episode 14, we looked at coffee farming and that benefits of working in the industry are not very attractive to younger people. And therefore, we are seeing more of these younger people switching careers. I was able to talk to Tom Otten on how he thinks entrepreneurship have made it easier for these people to find another source of income. I think with the, with the advent of technology and the advent of the internet itself, it's democratizing the ability to run a business. Whereas before there was a lot more, uh, many more, sort of, let's say larger companies and let's say towns were dominated by one particular employer that employed half the town. Things have changed now that anybody with a mobile phone can have a business. You can set up a purely online business, so therefore the cost to entry is much, much lower. Because of the rise of technology, the drop in the cost to entry, many of us can have a side hustle. Now, when that happens, when more and more people are doing that, they'll often, oh, not I wouldn't say often, but there is an opportunity to build that into, into a, um, a revenue stream that, that supersedes their, their, their day job. If, if financial motivations is the way forward for them, it might be just the fact that they're, they're willing to take a 50% pay cut to do something that they love. The difference is, whereas previously, uh, they didn't have the opportunity to start up because let's say they needed a huge amount of capital to start a, to open a shop, now they can just do it online. They can set up a website for free through Wix and they can be up and running and selling something in a week. That's, inc that's incredible. So I think that's gonna, that allows, um, that, that sort of advent of technology really allows entrepreneurship to thrive. And I think we're only seeing the beginning of it. There were some really amazing startups at the event and two that I would love to mention, but we'll be telling you more in some of the upcoming episodes as well. And they are Bluefin and The Concept. Bluefin is an intelligent autonomous waste collecting robot powered by AI and can collect up to 350 kilograms of trash in two hours. 
It is environmental friendly and emits zero carbon emissions. The concept is a solution-based company and one of their solutions is a weight-saving in-flight economy tray that weighs 60 to 80% less than the current trays. Their design would allow airlines to save millions of dollars on fuel. So if there are any of you crazy birds that are thinking of spreading your wings and starting your own venture, here are some advice from Dave, Paris, Tom and Vision. Take some risks. I mean, I think that the best person to look at is Jack Ma, who said, if you can, between the age of 20 and 30, go and get yourself a job, learn, get it wrong, do all the things that you need to do, but get mentored by somebody. So from the age of 30 to 40, take some risks, do a few things, go out there, maybe start your own business, lose a fortune. It won't matter between the age of 30 and 40 because you can pay it all off. Between the age of uh, 40 and 50, you should be actually taking some big risks mentoring people going out there really pushing because you know what you're an expert at and now's the time to really make your money and between 50 and 60 you need to be thinking about where this is going to take you he also said that when you're looking at the age of 60 plus you should be looking after your grandkids i don't think that's the case anymore i think people are going to live a lot longer you should be looking at 80 90 100 years for everybody who's going to retire well if you do it right you should never want to retire you should take your foot off the gas maybe a little bit but do what keeps you alive keeps you happy and keeps you connected so I think the younger you are the more you think about the way you want to be take some risks get it wrong get it right but do something first thing is don't sit on the fence the only thing that separates an entrepreneur from a entrepreneur or somebody who's working in a company unhappy is that they don't sit on the fence they just go and do it um, and you don't have to know the answers on how to do it in order to go about going and do it you find that out as you go it's a little bit like walking into a dark room and the first thing you do is you, you hit your leg on the table and fall over, but then you've found the light and it's a little bit lighter now and you can start seeing where you're going and bit by bit you start to understand your landscape. So yeah, just like do it is the main thing. Look, I think just just following it, actually starting. So many people I speak to at, at events like this and, and uh, some of the things that I'm involved with, the, the major issue is, is actually starting. Um, they just they, they, they have a great idea, um, they fully believe in their idea, they might have even written out a business plan, but they won't press go. And there are a number of reasons around that. Some of, some of, the, some of, those, some of those issues are around um, what people will think of them if they fail, uh, but it's just about getting started and just understanding that you know, keep, yourself, keep yourself happy, do, do, doing it with the right intent uh, and just moving forward in that space. Just get going, get started. Thank you. No worries, thank you so thanks a lot. My advice is find a business where you love what you do so much that even if you didn't get paid, you would do it anyway. And I think that that really is, is, is the way to ensure that you're going to be successful because you have to love what you do. And too many people make the mistake of doing things, doing things that they don't love for some extrinsic motivation. And that means that you become an entrepreneur who's really just trapped in another job you hate. And as always, my final tip for today is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a more sustainable life is a journey and not a race. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com 
Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com and let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.